This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 697 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today we have good neighbor, Heather Johnson, her company, HK Floor Recoding. Heather, how you doing? We are doing great down here in Southwest Florida. Loving the weather. <laughs> you know, this is... Uh, Really, there are only two months out of the year that kind of gets a little icky, I found. August and September. Other than that, I mean, my goodness. And even then, geez, we could go to the beach. I mean, come on, right? Yeah. Living this the dream. Called air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you get to see it all sometimes via the homes that you're working with. You can look out the window while you're working. Or as you're driving, you can go... Imagine me being on the beach one of these days when I settle down. But now I'm so busy with HK floor recoding. Uh, yes. No time for the beach. So let's uh, start with your company, Heather. Tell us about HK floor recoding. So HK floor recoding, um, our biggest goal is to save hardwood floors. Um, I know that we're in the South and a lot of people think that wood's not popular down here, but it is in a lot of engineered floors. So I think my biggest goal is educating the public down here because so many people come from the North. They don't understand the difference between engineered floors and solid floors. So my company, we can refinish engineered floors, we can refinish solid floors, um, and we can recoat engineered floors just to kind of give them a fresh look. Well, I, I love it. We come from the north. We're from Pennsylvania. We had wood floors all over our home, come down here and everyone's got a tile. Not everyone, but you know. Um, yeah. So you talk about engineered floors for the, for the novice. What, explain what that is. So engineered floors is a product that was made to go over concrete. So mm -hmm. there is actually ply layers underneath on the bottom part. And then you have a thin layer of real wood, which gives you that authentic wood look of a three quarter inch floor. Um, but what's nice is when the concrete sweats, um, it gets evaporated through those ply layers so that you don't have a lot of movement on the floor, which is why it's not really recommended to put a solid wood floor over concrete. Okay. okay. Because of all that moisture from the, the concrete sweating over the years and, and being so porous. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And do you guys, do you guys install floors? Are you doing the after the fact recoding and, and uh, just making them look pretty again? That is correct. The last part. Yes. yes. So yeah. we're just basically yeah. saving, saving them. Um, yeah. But it's so important when people are picking out an engineered floor to pay attention, to look at the side and see what kind of wear layer of real wood is there, because that's what's crucial in the future for me to be able to refinish that floor. But if it is too thin and you bought a house and say the floor's too thin for me to sand or it has a hand scrape look to it and I can't get that off, what I can do is the recoating process. I can basically do a deep clean. I can buff the floor, and then I can apply new finish to hide all those surface scratches, imperfections, um, especially if you are trying to sell your house. You know, that's mm -hmm. a big statement when you walk in, if that floor is damaged or not, and it looks pretty. It's one thing that that next person buying doesn't have to worry about. I mean, what a great look that is when floors are redone. I mean, we yes. were in the health club business besides our home. We had wood floors in the gymnasium, group exercise studios, I mean, all over the place. And we get them refinished, you know, probably once every, definitely once every couple of years because the uh, veneer would wear off with people's sneakers and basketball courts. And it was like, man, 
brand new. It's like, uh, yeah, like wow. that recoding process. Yeah. And I think that's what, um, you know, is a little bit different. Like it's a recode versus refinish. And that's a big thing with kind of educating the public too. a refinish is actually sanding that floor back down to its raw state, changing your color if you want to, where recoding is just playing with the surface. Mm hmm. It's just playing with that service and kind of, you know, doing the maintenance on it and re reapplying that to freshen it up. So tell us about your journey, you know, saving uh, these wood floors in Southwest Florida. You know, where, where did all this come from? How did you get here? Well, I, um, a lot of people don't know, but I actually go out in the field and do the work. So I sand it. I re refinish it. You know, I, I do the edging work. I, I run the big machine, that Hummel. Um, so I've been doing this for 18 years of my life. My father wow. taught me. Wow. So I've had a passion for this industry since I was very little and <laughs> always going out in the field with my dad and, you know, just, just being his little, uh, sidekick. Right. Um, but I, I kind of got tired of the winters up north. It would hit negative 60, and I kind of was like, I need a change. I need to get out of this cold. So, wow. um, yeah, so I actually um, got the opportunity to uh, be a sales rep at one of the flooring companies down here. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this leap of faith. I can always move home. And so I did, and I started to sell and did very well. And then I found that um, I was kind of missing something from my, you know, from my home, from my home base and my soul. Um, so when people were buying all of these wood floors and people were coming in and like, hey, you know, how do I, how do I, you know, refinish this floor? And nobody could refer a, a company. So I was like, okay, I think this is a sign mm -hmm. to get back into, to my roots. Wow. So, so I, I started doing it on my own. I was actually uh, started with just a buffer system and, you know, buffing these floors down to raw wood with a satellite. And now I got a trailer and I got big equipment and, you know, I've definitely grown over the last four years and I'm very proud of, you know, myself and I, my dad's been very supportive as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And where were you uh, up north? Wisconsin. I'm from the, the from Titletown area, from Green Bay, Appleton uh, area. <laughs> that's great that's go great. pack go <laughs> <laughs> a lot of packer fans down here oh yeah and, uh, yeah a lot of big listeners yeah how about myths misconceptions in your industry what do you hear that you can speak to um so i think the biggest thing is a lot of people um they think that you know every floor can be sanded down to raw wood so like when people are buying it uh, buying these homes a lot of times they're purchasing stuff over the phone and you know realtors and people are disclosing that hey you have wood floors in your house and it's so hard because you know you see like it looks like wood on the surface but really you know underneath it it's not so um I think that's the the misconception of like every floor can be actually sanded down because so many people think it's real, real wood. And, and if you're not in the industry or educated, you wouldn't know the difference. Right. Um, right. But your foundation lines are so important. What you're over the top of things like that. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. So how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? I'm raising my little girl right now. I have a one year old daughter. Wow. Um, we love to go to the beach. She's my, my little mermaid. <laughs> so, um, I've, I've, uh, noticed life has shifted a lot since you have a child. So no more riding my Harley. I do. Um, I do have a Harley. Um, I love riding my V rod around and having a good time, but that is, uh, now kind of sitting yeah. in the garage. <laughs> yeah. I had, I had one of those that, yeah, 
sat in a garage for about 20 years. And <laughs> saying, oh, well, I, I hope I don't make it that long. I hope I get back <laughs> on my bike sooner than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the point that sits for so long is like, uh, I'm not even going to mess with it. How would I even get it started? I know, uh, right? Uh, so I, I started up every once in a while, make sure my battery's charged. I listened to it and I'm like, wow, those were the good old days. Thanks. It's <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> So, but yeah, we love going to the beach. Um, I am getting married next month, so I'm very happily in a relationship to to marry my soulmate next month. And um, I love traveling. That's the one thing that we love to do. Is even with my daughter, we uh, we go a lot of places um, and kind of just get her to experience what uh, yeah. Yeah. what this country is all about. Do you have a favorite destination? Oh, a favorite destination. Well, my favorite destination was Florida, and now I'm. Uh, now I'm permanently here and I've been here for, for seven years now. So I'm um, yeah. feeling blessed with that. So I'd have to say uh, going back to Wisconsin and visiting my family and uh, yeah. sharing memories up there is probably one of my favorite places to go. Yeah. Awesome. As long yeah. as it's in the summer, right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How about hardship life challenge? What comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged? You got through it. And now you can say, looking back, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Um, I think, you know, um, starting a business in general is always very, um, it's like a leap, right? It's a big investment. Um, and I think the hardest struggle I had in the beginning was educating the, the public and, um, getting my name out there because so many people are just seeing these wood floors, don't like the color, feel like can't do anything with it and they cover it. So I finally think that, um, I've gotten enough information out there and I, I, it was like a struggle for myself because it was I was literally doing it myself. So I'm um, trying to do everything for the business and and trying to generate business was probably the hardest thing for for me to do was basically getting the public to know that you know we can save these floors. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was probably my hardest thing of, of and especially getting over like being the homesick feel of like leaving my family by myself, you know, um, just up and you know taking taking that leap of moving. Uh, 1500 miles away from home and trying to make it on my own, you know, with no backbones, you know, so yep. um, definitely uh, helped me stay strong and build and build that confidence of knowing that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. It's that following faith, right? It's not yes. certainly not easy and there's no getting lucky. It's just simply taking action every day. And even when it looks grim and like, you know, is there anybody out there? I'm sure you had those moments. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Fulfill your dreams. You know, I, I, that's my biggest thing, especially being a woman in this industry is probably my biggest struggle in general um, because I deal with so many men and not that I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I work with men every day of my life and I have for 17 years because my dad's crews, you know, and everything. Um, I think it's the hardest thing of like other contractors or, you know, um, just understanding that I'm just as educated in this industry um, and I'm always willing to learn. So I think the hardest thing is facing another, you know, contractor that, you know, maybe isn't on the same page. And uh, I just get challenged just a little bit more because I am a woman. Yep. yep. So, so that's a little, you know, challenge that I kind of, I think I battle almost, you know, <laughs> weekly, <laughs> you know, so, oh, but, but my work shines through and it shows yep. and my education shows that I know what I'm doing. And I, I love that. And I got so many happy customers. People ask me for testimonies all the time. I said, would you like my entire, uh, my entire uh, client list? Because everyone I leave happy, yeah. you know, I really do. And I under promise and over deliver. That's my motto. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, how about 
one thing you wish our listeners knew about HK floor recoding, what would that be? I wish they knew. Hmm. Hmm. That's a, that's a good question because I think I covered a lot of like knowing that, you know, you don't have to tear up your floor. You, Mm. you can, you can give your floor a new look in a simple step of just dropping some new finish and really, really, um, you know, getting, getting that new look of a floor without having to spend the money. Like that's the biggest thing. Like I would want people to know, like replacing a floor is, you know, probably double or triple of what a recoat would be. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, just think twice before you want to, you know, tear that floor out or, you know, cover that floor. Tear that beautiful floor out. Yeah. Let me make it look beautiful again. Let me give you a transformation. Yeah. You can see it. You know what it's going to look like. But yeah, others, they just see maybe an old, you know, floor that they think is hopeless, but it really isn't. Yeah. There's a lot of beauty beneath the surface, right? Yes. And I'm always coming in and, and like, hey, let me sand a spot and let me show you. So I'm very visual with that myself That's because it. I want people to see that potential of the floor. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know we have listeners who have wood floors, maybe, you know, just have questions, uh, want to get in touch. What's the yeah. best way for them to do so? Absolutely. Um, I have a website. Um hkfloorrecoding.com. You can reach me at 239-841-0143, a local Florida number um, down here. And don't be afraid if you are listening from out of the area, we travel. So I don't have a problem, you know, trying to to fix your floor, even if you are hours away. Um, So I I don't have a problem going wherever your your floors are. Um, So and I do have a good contact page on my website. um, And I do update my Facebook a lot. Um, I have a lot of updated pictures of before and afters and live shots of what we're doing and where we're working. Um, and that's HK floor recoding as well. Awesome. Awesome. I love that picture uh, of the wood floors, the wood stairs, the wood ceilings. There's wood everywhere in that. Is, is that like a, a, a ballroom or a, uh, uh, some kind of commercial uh, could be like a clubhouse a, we did. We've done a lot of the clubhouses too. Yeah, so it could be a yeah. clubhouse. Um, and everything is just shining. Absolutely. So yeah, for our listeners, you got to get on the website. You'll see a lot of very cool before and after shots and, and yes, of Heather working, doing yes. the work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm doing yeah. it. So I, I love the, I love that when people ask me, you know, so who's going to come to the house and do the work? And I'm going to be, I, I go, I am. And they look at you they and they're like, Heather. what? <laughs> oh, that's it's great. great. I love yeah. it. Well, Heather, appreciate your time today. Uh, We wish you the absolute best going forward there. Thank you so much for the interview. And thank you to everyone else that has, uh, you know, been a big supporter of our business and giving us the opportunity to save your wood. We we love doing it and uh, look forward to continuing to to make uh, Florida's hardwood floors look good again. Save your wood. Love it. Save your wood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Charlie. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.